I got the stone in my side I got the boogeyman child I know just what to do We gotta take back the throne We'll let the kids rock and roll I know just what to do Fight the Good Fight by Our Lady Peace, and you are tuned into Direct Democracy Radio with Stephanie Pinnock and Nick Greco. We will be joined today by Brian Charbois. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the distractions that are currently keeping us from focusing on direct democracy. But before we get to that, I have some incredible news that I want to share with you all. And today... I spoke to the Green Party, the Connecticut Green Party chair, Mike DeRosa, 
who informed me that the Green Party is uh, unofficially, they haven't officially come out, but they are going to be doing direct democracy in their platform. And Jill Stein is going to be coming to Connecticut in April, and I'm going to be meeting with her, hopefully getting the Green Party to join the International Direct Democracy Union uh, that sponsors the show and that we were all a part of uh, here on the show and uh, in our group, Facebook groups and uh, Facebook pages and Twitter is IDDU Union on Twitter and International Direct Democracy uh, Union on Facebook. So that's the news, and I'm going to bring in uh, Nick Greco now. Nick, how you doing? I'm good. I just uh, wanted to know if you can hear me. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you know, that that is just incredible news. Wow, I, I'm just blown away by it. This is finally, it's, it, it, this is what direct democracy needed uh, in North America, let alone the states. Uh, yes. The Green Party, um, I mean, they, they have a, a pretty strong following. So now our, our voices are going to be heard uh, you know, by the million. So um, I'm hoping that it all goes well in April, and uh, I, I hope that they do indeed. Uh, introduce it on their platform, and then it's going to be uh, uh, all the way to the next elections, I guess. Yes, yes. I have two callers on the line. One area code seven eight zero. I'm going to open the line for area code seven eight zero. Hello, seven eight zero. Who's on the line? Hello. This. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello, guys. Yeah. Yeah. This is Brian Charlebois calling. Okay, Brian. I have another call hey, coming in. I'm. I'm going to see who this is at area code 778. Hello, your line is open. Hi, uh, Stephanie, it's Ray. Hi, Stephanie, it's Ray. Hi, Ray, how are you? (laughs) I'm doing good. Okay, Ray. I'm I'm driving. We're driving. Yeah, so there might be some background noise. Okay, I'm I'm going to put you on hold for a second, Ray. We have Brian that's going to speak for a minute, okay? Okay, no problem. Okay, Brian, go ahead and introduce yourself, please. Thank you. I'm sorry about that. Okay, well, um, I, my name is Brian Charlebois, and I've got uh, my project that uh, our group has been working on called uh, Your Opinion, the Your Opinion app. And um, But uh, we won't get too much into that today because uh, we're going to kind of focus on the, the problems of keeping the focus on direct democracy. Uh, amongst everybody uh, that wants to be involved here. So, um, yeah, that's about all I have to say. Is Ray the fellow you had on yesterday, can I ask, Stephanie? Or? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, I caught the show yesterday, and I was pretty sure the same guy. Yes. He's he's with us. He has a little bit of a background noise. I just put him on the mic. Well, Ray, you're with us okay. now. Okay. Well, I'm just, I want to let you know that I'm going to leave the show now, but uh, I, I've been up since 2 o'clock this morning, and I'm really exhausted, so I just wanted to come on and let you know what the news is, and uh, you guys can talk all about it, and uh, have a great time. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, Stephanie. Uh, okay, okay, guys. Uh, so, uh, 
where do you guys want to start? I know that uh, we're supposed to be talking about uh, distractions. So uh, either you or, or uh, Brian or Ray, whichever one of you want to start. I'm willing to start. If I'm willing to start, unless you have something you want to say first, Greg. No, you go ahead, Brian. Okay. Um, well, I, uh, I I feel I have a pretty good understanding of um, a lot of the different uh, uh, opinions that people seem to uh, be voicing on uh, on the chat lines and on Facebook and everywhere else. Um, I, I come from a family that's uh, very conservative, and uh, so are all my friends. And so uh, I've actually had to kind of seek outside of my circle of friends in order to uh, find people that were uh, uh, further on the left-leaning side. And that wasn't an attempt because I thought they would help me in my cause, but also because myself I tend to lean a little further to the left. But um, my point, though, is that uh, these people are still my friends. Uh, I try to, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, negotiate this more or... Uh, find my way through this and uh, and still stay um, not neutral but uh, you know try to uh, when, when I'm talking about direct democracy I, I stay on focus with direct democracy and I, I try not to get into uh, my personal um, hopes for what direct democracy might bring now because um, I, I this is a big deal about a big aspect of direct democracy is finding out exactly how many feel people feel uh, uh, or want to, you know, promote one thing or another, you know, whether or not it's global warming or uh, pollution or pipelines. We, we, all, we all have conflicting views on this, which I, I think we need to be able to respect. And even if we don't think that, we, we always think that our view is probably the most um, uh, um, popular. And so we think that everybody else should understand our point of view because ours, we're pretty sure, is the most popular. And you, if you talk to somebody else with an opposing point of view, they feel the very same way. And I, I feel the whole point of direct democracy is to settle these disputes and find out who, and that doesn't mean if, if, you're, if you're not the most popular view that you should drop it. But it just means that you know where you stand. And I think it makes a big, it's going to make a big difference with direct democracy to find out where everybody stands in this. You know, you understand that you're, you have an unpopular view or you understand that you do have a popular view. May or may not change your mind, but I think it's very important that we do know which are the popular and unpopular views. But uh, when it comes to when it comes to uh, direct democracy, first we have to build the system before we can worry about who has the popular and unpopular views. Eh? So uh, that's the main point that I want to put out. Does anybody have anything they want to add to that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, my uh, my views are, are seldomly popular, <laughs> but uh, but I'll stick to them anyways because um, I. You know, a lot of times I feel I'm right, and I'll, you know, it's just a matter of people catching up. Um, but, um, but in regards to making making it an agenda for direct democracy, 
because you hear people all the time. We've got to make we got to make pot the platform. We've got to make this the platform. We've got to make that the platform. You know what? No, no, we don't because uh, direct democracy is not about making platforms. It's about voting on those things. Not, yeah, yeah. We're running. We're running on that. We're not running on that. We're we're going to put it to a vote. It's not. It doesn't matter what I think. I'm going to present my my opinion, and and somebody's going to present an opposing opinion, and we we can decide from there. Yeah. Um, how how do you feel that you can deal with this though, like on Facebook, uh, when you run your sites uh, and everything that everybody wants to place their opinions on there, even though you want to keep it open. Yeah. I, I think uh, what we're experiencing here is a, is a completely raw and organic movement, and uh, we're still work, uh, working on, on improving, you know, how we're going to do that. And uh, I, I think one of the things that we need to do is uh, be more, more focused on, on activity and not opinion. And, uh, you know, so eventually we'll find our way. I, you know, it's just it's so new that we're – we started with what we knew, right? And so now we're yeah. going to we're going to get better as we go along. Um, can I, if I could throw a suggestion in there, um, I, 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 if I'm right, Ray, if I caught this right, you are actually uh, you're you're part of a party that, uh, and you're are, are going to be a candidate. I uh, there was a rumor going around that I was going to be a candidate, but I, I I'm not going to be. Uh, not this time around, anyways. <clears throat> but um, I may, uh, I may be part of the executive. Okay. Um, so uh, I, if I could throw a suggestion out there, I don't know how this could work for you, but uh, obviously, to me, if I was in your position uh, trying to set up a party like this, I, I would want to keep my platform open and until uh, voting on, you know, and uh, as issues come up. You vote and you find out what the platform is based on what everybody wants, right? Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the point I want to make is that you may by night, they might not be able to avoid everybody airing their opinions on, uh, on, on Facebook. But what I would suggest is that you keep your um, you know, focus and any advertisements that you do or any, uh, anything viral you're trying to do strictly focused on an open platform. And on top of that, you could emphasize that if you see on our Facebook or anybody else's opinions that you don't agree with, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be a part of this party. That means you should be a part of this party so that you can be in opposition to that and make sure our platform does not include that, you know, if you don't like it. And if you do like what you're seeing, well, then you want to be a part of our party to make sure that does become part of our platform so that you do it, so that that does, is something that, that is moved forward, right? So, in right. other words, you're leaving, it, you're leaving it open, but just saying that if you like what you're seeing or if you don't like what you're seeing are both reasons to join our party. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, this is a win-win situation for, for everybody because um, if, if you don't like what you're hearing, you get an opportunity to say something. If you, if you love what you're hearing, then you still have an opportunity to say something. I, I, I totally get what you're saying there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, got, I think that. Sorry, sorry uh, Brian. I just want to step in here for a second because it, getting a lot of emotional attachment with, with, with different movements, I think it's too emotional. 
think people are taking things a little bit too personal without without really investigating uh, and researching uh, both sides of the story. Like, I'll give you an example. I had to kick someone off the, uh, the Facebook chat yesterday uh, because I, I come from an immigrant family. So, so both my parents are immigrants from Italy. And they came here, and basically they, they came here with nothing. Um, and they made a great life for themselves. Now, my point is is that, okay, there's a, there's a big Muslim crisis going on in Europe. But what people fail to realize is that there's, there's two sides to this story. First of all, uh, and I don't mean to get into this, guys, but I, I feel that I have to clarify this. First of all, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of refugees seeking refuge. Why are they seeking refuge? And a lot of people have failed to recognize that they, they don't have a, a home to go back to. And they have been forced out of their country to flee out of their country to find refuge somewhere else. And nobody ever takes the, the, the time to realize these people are going through hell. And because they're Muslim, right away, we have to, we have to label them as evil people. So, um, I mean, uh, I, next... I, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I'm, I don't mean to get away from direct democracy, but these are one of the, uh, the topics that we, we, a lot of Canadians and Americans uh, seem to be uh, uh, leaning towards. It's like they want to talk about hatred. They, they want to hate people, and, and they don't, yes, I get it. There's a lot of uh, radical uh, uh, Islamists, and there's reasons for that, too. But uh, my point is, is that, you know, come on, guys. Let's stop, stop hating each other. Stop the religion yeah. and stop, uh, you know, uh, 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 because they're from different countries. We're all people. Sorry, go, um, ahead. go ahead. Yeah, if I could say something on that, I, uh, yes, Nick, uh, that that is a prime example of something though that we need, because everybody doesn't share your point of view on that, as you know. That's why you feel such a strong need to be able to change people's point of view. And uh, I, I, I agree with you. You don't need to change my point of view. But all of my family are very upset about all the immigrants coming here into this country, Canada, which is ridiculous because, you know, it's not a big problem here. But I, uh, I, if I can, uh, I'm going to attempt, you know, I, I don't know if this would agree, if they would agree with this, but they, they come from, I, I find that there's, there's two ways of looking at the world. And one is, and it tends to be conservative, is that the way the world has always worked is that you're best to look out for yourself first, then you look out for your family, and then you look out for your neighbors. And it was out from there. And their next big, big thought, though, is, and especially if they're religious, they think the end of the world is near, and they think that everybody in the world cannot have it good. And so... Oh, sorry, hold on, uh, Brian... And Ray, yeah. Ray, can I just get you to yeah. just unmute your phone? Yeah. Okay, Hannah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. That's much better. Okay. Okay, go so, ahead. I, go ahead, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. As I was saying, though, um, yeah, the reason why people find it so uh, uh, difficult to um, uh, accept these people, it, it's always been the same issue, and this is the way it's always been throughout time. 
is they're looking at it from the point of view of everybody in the world can't have it as good as we do. And so if we try to even things out, we let all these people in and everything, we're, we are going to lower our standard of living. So that, that is a, a protectionist point of view that they carry. And I, I'm of the point of view that the world is, um, we are taking care of a lot of people in this world already. And if we don't own up to it, it's, it costs, it's more expensive to do uh, if, you, if you're not doing it right. Uh, is everybody still there? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, okay. Now, but yeah, here's, so, here's the problem with that, no, though, no, is that, Brian. But, but, but that, let me finish. Fin, let me finish. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. But, yeah, that, this is um, – so I have a totally different point of view, and that's that uh, we get a lot further with cooperation and that we're at a point in the world that – and actually, if you look at the history as of, you know, especially in the last 50 years, uh, everything's been very good with the level of cooperation in the world, and we actually get doing better and better and better, and I want to continue moving in this direction. And so I have the, I have the open opinion that uh, refugees uh, are an issue we're going to need to deal with in a, in a proper manner, and we all have to do our part, and there's going to be more of them. And, and we're not going to just watch people die. So, yeah, can I, can I uh, play devil's advocate here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So being direct democracy, it's the, uh, it's the will of the popular vote. And uh, what happens when you get areas where there are more Muslims than anyone else and they decide they want Sharia law and they, and they vote that in? Yeah. Um, I, that's a good point. I would, good uh, point. That, yeah, and that's a very good point. That Also, that, uh, I, I also believe, though, that when, uh, when we do take in Muslim populations or populations from anywhere – uh, that they should not be concentrated. That uh, I'm I'm a, I'm kind of against the Catholic school system and having separate schools for different religions. So you know I don't, I'm a, definitely against that, and I want to you know do everything to encourage integration. And in my mind, integration also means eventually um, uh, a toning down of their staunch religious attitudes. Now. I can't make them promise that, but it tends to be the trend when people move here from elsewhere that this tends to happen. I have a suggestion about that. Okay. So in our in our constitution, we, we we've been talking about constitutions and stuff uh, recently. Uh, one of the things that I think that we should mention is that no law shall infringe upon human rights, and uh, that's that's pretty much a uh, a done deal for. You know, someone bringing in, uh, you know, a law that that's really quite cruel to people. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You know what all I mean? that becomes, yeah, all that becomes a lot of uh, argument for lawyers. Uh, I tend to find yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, I I, I want to work on just changing attitudes and um, and and building an environment that people are generally just more accepting and. Um, I, I believe myself personally that these protectionist type of attitudes that worry about immigrants and worry about uh, uh, a lot of, you know, uh, more free trade or open trade and all the rest of this, which I understand the arguments against. And I, I'm not, I don't like the agreements we have now. But, yeah. my, uh, but my point is, though, is that I want to set up the environment that we are in so that people feel more comfortable, that they feel like, Things are not going to go out all to hell any day now, and I'm going to have to take my gun and protect my family, you know? 
Yeah. I really think that we need to take a look at our uh, immigration policies and uh, and change our attitudes about that, too, because um, if people want to come here and be Canadian, I'm all for it. I don't care what your religion is because your religion is private. And and it's the same thing for, for Christians, for for Jews, for Muslims. It doesn't matter. Your religion is private, and it never gets public. It, there has to be an absolute and complete separation of church and state. And that's another okay. that's another thing as well. I, I, I totally believe that. Yeah, for sure. I'm all for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I I, I would. Uh, yeah. I, I would like it very much if we could uh, very much emphasize that with new immigrants that they that they put their religion second to their second to the you know their part- participation in governing. Um, yeah. And you know not leave it up to their religion to uh, to to just to make all their decisions, but. Uh, that's a tough one, but I, I do. That's something I would. It, it is a tough. One. It is a tough one, but really, if you look at the history of what religion has done to society, human society, um, it, you know, I think we're much better off uh, without it. But that's my opinion. I'm a, I'm an atheist, and I don't expect a Christian to share that view. However, um, you know, or any other religious person necessarily, but uh, but there is a separation of church and state, and it has to stay that way. Yes. Um, so uh, now, guys, I think we should probably move back into the topic because uh, yeah. this is a prime. This is a this yeah, is a prime sorry, example. Guys. This is a prime example, though, of what will throw off uh, further movement towards direct democracy is is this kind of thing. Now, Nick, I have to I have to bring this up because I want to be a little bit harsh with you on this because you sure. felt a very you felt a very strong need to to to, to bring this up. And uh, this this is the thing, though, that uh, other people, uh, with their point of view, they feel exactly the same way. And you have to be able to respect that, and 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 and, and be able to drop the conversation when it when it when it comes to direct democracy. Now, I can understand that on our, on um, you know there's all these levels of Facebook, eh, and and what have you, uh, where people are posting whatever they want to post. I mean, uh, all of us as individuals. I think we have all these other uh, avenues that we can try to change people's opinions about these things, and uh, and set them on the and on a better path, as you might want to think. Uh, but we, I don't think the avenue that we want to use are these chat lines, because if we do that, you're going to we're going to be sidetracked constantly, all the time. And so that's going to be the issue is always going to be these little side issues, eh? And, well, Brian, um, I, don't, I, I have no I, I have no problem with anybody. Not liking a religion. I'm not religious either. I don't. I, I don't follow any religion. To be honest, I'm not atheist. No, but my problem is is that when you come into a chat room called direct democracy, and you start uh, you start dro- dropping the f words, follow with Muslim. I, that's not the type of uh, group I want to uh, want to have. I, I mean, I, I don't want that being attached to direct democracy because then it's going to turn people away. Yeah, so that's the my type point. of thing that I, it's my responsibility really is to nip it in the butt as fast as I can. Listen, if you want yes, to have a, a, yes, a if you want to have a chat, if you want to have a chat uh, about hating Muslims or uh, immigration or whatever the yeah, by all means you're feel that you're, you're free to do so. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to have uh, a, a, some respect for the guidelines, the parameters, of the group. You can't just yeah. Yeah, but 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 Nick, you feel like. My point is, though, that you have to you have to go the other way with that. And when you bring up 
global warming or if you bring up the fact that immigrants should have respect. I know that sounds like something everybody should agree with, and I, and I can see why you would say that. But if some people get upset over that, we can't stop and argue about that. We have to drop that. We have to go back to direct democracy. So, um, you know, when, when somebody says, the, you know, was something bad about Muslims, yes, if they, uh, they should be hit with a warning. And then, they, uh, and then if, they, you know, if they continue, then they're out of there. But you have to watch that. You're not doing the same thing and being a bit of a hypocrite by, uh, you know, uh, sticking up for immigrants. Now, uh, if that's on the opposite side of what they're talking about, right? And so... Well, my whole thing is is that everybody paints... Okay, everybody paints uh, a Jew with the same brush. You know, they're this, they're that. There's like the stereotype, right? And, and, uh, you know, I just look at everybody as... as, Honestly, it might sound a little flaky, but I I look at everybody as a human. I really... You know, it's true. Everybody to me is a human, Regardless of I know, I, I know, Nick, and but not everybody with Muslims, does. Right? And there's yeah. some Muslims, there's a lot of good Muslims out there um, who are really good people, and they're actually, they're, they're pretty progressive. And oh, uh, not, when, yeah, I, when I just see stuff like that in the chat room, it just, you know, okay, yeah, I guess I'm a bit of a hypocrite for arguing, uh, arguing back, but uh, I guess the next time I should just give them a warning and then just say, see you later. Um, yeah. But yeah, but that's just the way I look at it. I mean, I, I'm I'm with Ray. There should be a separation of re, of religion and state. Those two should not be hand in hand. They should be totally separate. What you do in your house, what? your business, uh, as long yeah, as you're but, not uh, committing any any crimes, you know, uh, or breaking what, any laws. What? But if what, you want to again, religion at home, by all means. Once again, though, that's off topic. You can't start getting sure, into those true. chats. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you can't get into those chats if we're going to if we're going if you're going to start policing this thing, and then you have to really take a, a hard line on that to some degree. But, and like I said, I, I everybody's going to slip because everybody's passionate about this stuff. So you take yeah, that everything. Yeah, where do you assault. set the guidelines though? Uh, I mean, well, every, as soon as they, as, you need you need rules everywhere you go. I mean, you go into a, a church and they're not going to allow you to uh, to, to drop pro- profanities, uh, to mm-hmm. say swear words. I mean. There, I mean, every everywhere you go, there's there's boundaries, right? I mean, so how far do we does someone go until we uh, do I warn them once and then say see you later? Or I mean, yeah, well, yeah. I think that's what you should try to do. And then uh, if they're very apologetic, maybe give them another try. But um, uh, I, I that's that's really tough, Nick. And uh, I'm, I I uh, I I thank you very, very uh, Nick, oh, I, I agree with you, and I thank you a lot because I think you take on a huge responsibility with that, huge. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, and and we can't, uh, we should not take that for granted. I mean, uh, the, the, between what you do and what uh, Stephanie does, and all these things, that, yes, when it, and when you're moderating these chat lines, that's a huge responsibility, and it's something that um, I'm really grateful that you are taking care of, because uh, first yeah. of all, I don't have the ability to do it, but even if I did. I know it's a it's a big burden. It's a huge burden, and I can't tell you enough how much I think that there are people like you that are willing to do this. Eh? And uh, right. so, yeah, don't take don't take my criticisms too harsh because I know no, how difficult no, no, no. it I, is. I, listen, yeah. I, I I listen. I, I don't mind the criticism. I mean, everybody has to yeah. be criticized. Everybody has to be questioned because there's certain things that I, I'm not perfect. I, you know what I mean? I'm not perfect, and and sometimes people. Uh, I don't mind when people acknowledge that, so it helps me improve. Um, mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, yeah, by all means, if you know, as long as people say it in a respectful way, like you have, yeah, I'm I'm totally okay with that. I, I'm open. You know, I'm open for suggestions. I'm open. I'm open for criticism. I'm 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 good. You know. So. Yeah, I think that's that's what I that's what I got. The feeling I get about you is that yes, you're very well suited to this too, and so uh, I I really appreciate the fact that you that you filled this role for us for us all really, and uh, so but what I am going I think that uh, everybody is going to have to um, it, but you might find that everybody might have to get on you once in a while for for um, finding it difficult to find that line. Um, where uh, you yourself are stepping over the line as far as defending um, defending platforms and defending, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, people's uh, or your own, uh, you know, your own agendas that are outside of direct democracy. Now, sure. if, sure. if, we, if, we want, if we want to do direct democracy, this means that we are giving up the fact that we all – you know, if, we, if if everybody else is agreeing that we need to do something, we all have to go along with it, even when it's against what we believe, you know? So we, we all have to honor it, you know, to some degree, right? Anybody there? Hello? No, I, to- I, no, no, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you, Brian. Um, yeah, so... So, so the, yeah, and that means, that means having to accept those people's opinions that you just hate. And say, you know, well, we're going to listen anyway, we're, because we're going to, and hopefully, and just hope that they don't, they aren't the popular opinion, right? Do everything you can to make sure it's not the popular opinion. But your attempts to make sure it's not the popular opinion can't take place on these chat lines. You know, we, we, we need to keep that separate. Yes, again, there's, there's, there are certain rules that people have to follow, uh, because the, 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 whole, the whole purpose of that room was so that people can share ideas about direct democracy, even talk about it. And I want to, you know, I want to keep it that way. So, but I, I do appreciate that. But, but going back to, just going back to these the distractions, right? So everybody's always talking about, um, everybody's always talking about, you know, 9-11 or, or all these things that we have to, we have to, you know, uh, try to stop. And people don't realize that the bigger picture is, is, you know, what you really have to change is you have to change the political system. In order to have all these other things fixed, you have to change the the political system first. Then you can start talking about 9/11 and global warming. Uh, do you you guys agree with that or no? Uh yeah. Well, I think that's the big holdback myself. I think that's the problem is we're not all all on the same page, and we don't know what everybody else is thinking, and we need to know that. Right. Yeah. But how do we? But how do we? We. But the thing is, is how do we keep everybody on track? How do we? How do we let people know that what you're squabbling about might be of of, of importance to you, but you're not really coming up with any uh, uh, solution for it because you you won't be able to under this system. There's no way that like I'll, I'll give you the global warming. There's you know there's different sides of the story you know, depending who you talk to. But I, th- I yeah. think you'll never get the, the you'll never get the real results uh, until you have a, a, a pro- proper political system in place, uh, or else it's you know I guess it's going to be the guy with the most money uh, is going to be the guy that you you believe I guess right? Yeah, well that's the way it is so far. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. That, that, I mean, and 
and I guess that's where we have to try to convey to people is that, uh, yeah, you know, uh, the climate change and all these other uh, issues are right now uh, are, are really don't matter because we got something more serious that we have to we have to solve. Would you guys that's agree? Exactly it. Yeah, that's well, exactly I, it. I, I would, matter. You know, you know, Stephanie was talking about Greenpeace uh, earlier, and um, that. To me, the irony, I try to talk to people in Greenpeace, and, and I think they will come around as cause this conversation gets more and more uh, talked about, and it is. It's becoming more and more common, people talking about uh, the way we need better governing systems. And, um, but, yeah, they, I, I find it funny that uh, they don't see, and a lot of these other issues, too, that they don't see we have to fix the governing system to fix these things. If we want to fix our environment, we have to fix the governing system first, yeah. 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 Um, Okay. uh, Something was there. I had another thing I wanted to talk about there, but um, when it comes to the environment, uh, but yeah, when Greenpeace, anyway, I I just wish, and I think it will come that all these people are going to get more focused. Uh, This this actually brings up um, lately. I I watched a video with uh, talking about artificial intelligence. And um, they had all these artificial intelligence people along this board in this uh, all uh, in a discussion. And one of them was Elon Musk. And um, oh, uh, Sam Harris is another one. Those are the only two people I really know. And then there's a bunch of other people there. And they all agreed that the scariest part about artificial intelligence and the emergence of artificial intelligence is is. They're scared of the intelligence itself and what it might do as far as eliminating jobs or taking over the earth or, you know, becoming a a weapon. But that all pales in comparison or would be much, much better if the governing, if the uh, political environment we are we are in was better. In other words, the scariest part is that we still have enemies in in this world that would use this type of technology in bad ways, you know. That everybody and it really sucks when those enemies are within. Mm-hmm. Well, and you don't know where they where they, these, these things can be. Yes, and the, all these different controlling entities, and and that's the scariest thing. The part they say is that one person gets too much control. They can throw the balance way off to a few people having all the control, uh, much much easier. And so the political environment we are in needs to be a much bigger, much more cooperative environment, or we're all going to be in trouble. And so, they, I, no, I, it's I mean, good that you bring up that, uh, it's good you bring up a, uh, that artificial intelligence. Um, and they're talking about how most of the, uh, maybe in 10, 15 years, how uh, uh, maybe up to 100% of the manufacturing is going to be uh, automated. And uh, I, I don't know how that's going to work in a capitalist system, yeah. Uh, because I mean, I mean, people have to buy stuff. Uh, they have to, but uh, in order to buy stuff, they 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 need jobs. So if everything's going to be automated, you know, I I don't understand how that's going to work. You, would you, I mean, you guys have any input on that? Oh uh, yeah. Well, well, I, I know that it's going to be a very, very, very big deal in about yeah ten years, and not even not even just because of manufacturing. That's actually a small part of it. To me, the biggest bar part of it is just the automation of driving. That alone takes up about 30% of our population are involved with uh, driving in some way or another. And so that's almost 30% of our population are going to be out of work. 
So that's that. Just on that alone, without robots, even the the factor of what the robots are going to do as far as uh, automating factories or or uh, anything else. So if we if we eliminate thirty percent of the workforce, that means there's a thirty percent fewer taxes uh, because oh, yeah. now there's a you replace those that those people with robots. Robots uh, don't pay taxes. People do. So I mean, I mean, I could see a good side of this too, also. But it all depends. It all depends who's controlled the government. With a direct democracy, we can we could be giving out a um, a universal uh, income for everybody. Um, so whatever. Uh, I mean, it could be like a collective thing where uh, I guess all the uh, the profits being made could all go to one pool and then they could be distributed. I don't know if it sounds like communism or not, but I, 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 I mean, I can't see it any other way. I mean, people are going to yeah, be, uh, are, Nick, I are think you're hundred percent. You're hundred percent right. Nick. Pers- I think that, I, I think that changing our governmental system is key to this. Otherwise, yeah, we're looking for hell. The only way we're going to get some decent, even distribution of wealth, which will take some kind of world, our basic income. Yes, I agree. Um, yeah, personally, the only way personally do... I don't personally I don't worry about that. Yeah, I, I'm not too worried about that because uh, <clears throat> I think that once we have a uh, a new a new um, you know government's governance uh, program in place, um, i.e. direct democracy, I think currency situation is going to change as well. We're no longer going to be be based on a debt-based currency, um, and I, and I think that eventually. Um, you know, we'll get to the point where we can be comfortable and, and not have to work such long hours, not have to worry about putting in so many hours and having both members of the family work, et cetera. I think all of that stuff is going to be a thing of the past where we're, we're scrambling like we are right now. And uh, because this is all manufactured, it doesn't need to be this way. No, and you're so, right. Um, and, and so, so I think you eventually... Are you saying that the actual – sorry, Ray, but are you actually saying that the, the – Excuse me. The machines can actually help us with like the automation. So. Um, yeah, with the automation. I mean, you know, there's there's some pretty ugly jobs out there that nobody really wants to do, and they're low-paying jobs anyway. So why not just get a machine to do it? Yeah. You know, uh, I, I, I understand I, I, entry-level. I, I understand entry-level workforce and the, and the necessity for that, and to get them going and and things like that. But um, you know, I don't agree with uh, with uh, Jacques, uh What's his name? Fresco, I, I don't agree with him that it, you know humans shouldn't have to work again. No, but uh, I, I, if you have I, a totally, I, but if, but if you have a totally I, automated workforce, right? Then why would you have to work? Yeah. Couldn't you couldn't you focus on creating uh, maybe like uh, in the arts or in the technology? I, 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 or, I'd like I'd, I'd like to throw uh, something in there on this. I I feel like there's a, a big void. In the, our workforce that we're not that we neglect and we don't pay enough attention to, and uh, that is an area that would employ everybody, but uh, is uh, a, but it takes some kind of tax or something in order to, to pay for this. But um, I don't believe um, I, I believe that we're going to have to do some kind of, of universal income for many different reasons. But I, that does not believe that I don't believe that everybody's going to get away from working. And um, although I, I think we can relieve a lot of the stresses with it right now, but I, I believe that with the, the, the job that we need to concentrate on is uh, the, the, the little things that we don't normally think about that involve 
um, running of this earth. Now, I, I, I'm of the big belief that um, there's no real such thing as nature anymore on this earth, and we can't just expect it just to flourish on its own. We have to manage it, and we, are, we, don't, exactly. have enough knowledge, we don't have enough knowledge, not nearly enough knowledge to manage it. You can pick up a handful of dirt, and you don't know 80% of what's in there for living organisms. We don't understand how they interplay. We don't know how that interplays with the air. We don't know how all this works together. We have so much learning to do, but that is going to those jobs are going to have to be fulfilled. Uh, it, like I say, with some kind of a tax or something like this. But uh, I feel that there's a ton of knowledge that we have yet to gather in order to feel confident to to move to manage this earth. You know, let alone go into space and do the rest of that too. But but going back to you, yeah, exactly. That's another frontier that we haven't even begun to explore. You know, and and, and imagine the yeah. manpower that's going to be required to get that yeah. going. Yeah, there's no end to the jobs, you guys. Everybody's mistaken to think yeah. that they're going to run out of jobs. It's just where we live in a scarcity mentality. Well, yeah, we live in a scarcity mentality. Yeah, we have to get away from that. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah, but you know I, what? Though, okay, with with, I mean, I totally agree with you, Brian. There's there, there could be a million, a billion jobs out there that that people can do, uh, that could be very creative, that could be very challenging, which is which is or, or even very um, stimulating, right? Or stimulating. But um, do you guys think that uh, maybe co-ops should be the way to go, also, instead of corporations, because corporations only worry about the bottom line. And I think we got to stop worrying about profits. And and like uh, Brian was saying, we got to start managing the, the the planet because it's 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 not it's not being managed properly. That's for sure. Yes, and there's a even on both sides of the uh, the equation when we talk about the the people on the left and the people on the right. You know, uh, they all agree that on. Um, I know as Dallas agrees as well. Like the oceans are dying. We know that we have too much pollution. We can agree on a lot of things that are going to help in global warming, even if you don't believe in global warming. If we can all get together and agree on some of these things and and uh, and uh, make the changes that that we agree on at least, you know. So it's frustrating when when things aren't even nothing's being done about our oceans, and everybody agrees they're bad. There's no, I don't find anybody that's denying our oceans are dying. Yeah, so, but what is the but what is the one factor that stops us from from cleaning up the oceans? What do you think that is? Well, I think it's that, that we don't get together and we don't focus on these things uh, because, because I'll tell you I'll focused, tell you what I think it we're is. We're too focused on 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 ridiculous things, you know. Yeah, uh, that, I'll tell you what I think it is. There's there's not enough uh, government incentive to do anything like that. No government wants to do that because it's cost. It's not revenue. No corporation and, wants and, to take care of that. Exactly. And you have to Thank plan a hundred years in advance, and they're not willing to do that either. Yeah. They're only willing but to talk I, about tomorrow. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, but if you think if we had a value-based monetary system, do you think mm-hmm. that all, a lot of these projects are viable? Absolutely. Absolutely. Taking care of our, our planet is, is job one. Well, absolutely. Yeah. You know, taking yeah. care of our people is you know, right up there too. Yeah. So I don't know which one comes first. It doesn't matter, but they're both going to be looked after. I, I think they go hand in hand. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. the, the, that's, that's another area I'd like to, um, uh, I think that we need to, we need to work as a, as a, as a world in order to do this, but to, uh, to decide what we want. Too. 
what we what we want to do with this world. Like, uh, you know, where is going to be desert? Where it should be forest? Where it should be what have you? Well, we all have to decide what we want this earth to be. Right? Yeah, we can be the masters, you know, and uh, uh, there's there's nothing stopping us from from uh, you know turning deserts into oases. Yeah. And and there's yeah. no there's you know unless there's an ecological reason not to, um, I don't. I don't see a reason, you know, I don't see why we shouldn't do that. This this is a little off topic, but let me throw this one out there. I always thought that they should uh, flood the, uh, uh, the Death Valley. Death Valley is just on the other side of a mountain range. If you were to do a pipe either over the mountain and siphon and put ocean water into Death Valley or drill through the mountain, one or the other, um, and you were to just let it fill, because the Death Valley is below ocean level, eh? it's uh, way below sea level. And so yeah. if you were to flood that, if you were to flood that, it would be in a major heat area that would make for a ton of humidity and add for a whole lot more rain in areas that are needed. And it would, do, uh, it would make for a big um, flat salt water area that would grow a lot of um, uh, uh, you know, um, algae or whatever it is that uh, eats up CO2 and then uh, puts out... Uh, you know, eats up CO2 and puts out oxygen, and it, and we're not. That's that's not a heavily used area that we decided that was a better use for it. You know, considering yeah. what we want to do with our environment, I think that would be an easy one. It's just throwing it out there. It's a really far-fetched idea. Yeah. I've never heard anybody suggest it, but I thought yeah, that'd be an easy that far- yeah, 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 that that fetched I, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they are. They're they're great ideas, and you know what? They keep people uh, busy. They keep them working. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, they talk about terraforming Mars. Well, how much work is that? And we got to terraform our own damn con- 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 world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let's let's start here and let's make this this planet healthy again. Because, and and again, I'm going to mention this again. I mentioned it last time. Humanity gets the blame for destroying the planet. We're not destroying it. We are responsible for for letting it happen, but we're not the ones destroying it. What's we're being forced to do things that are destroying our planet. You know, every package is wrapped in plastic. Every, you know, like everything is based on gas and, and, and oil or oil-based products. And when there's much better products out there, but there, there isn't a will. It's almost like there's a purposeful intention to destroy the planet. Yeah, well, in some ways there there is. It's not quite intentional, but almost. And it just has to do with the fact that Industries already exist that uh, you know are going to that profit this way, and uh, therefore you know they're they're struggling for their uh, their 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 profits, and so they they they're they're forgoing uh, the environment, and they look at everybody else, and to some degree everybody else is doing the same, so they don't feel bad. And uh, no, uh, I think it, these guys it's, are. It's uh, the ca- it, it is the capitalist system. It is the capitalist system, and and we need yeah. to govern better. That gets all down to governing better. Because we need to be able to to, uh, to oversee these things and make sure that there aren't problems like that, and and uh, say that you know that's not right, and and fix these problems, right? So yeah, but do you think that the capitalist system should be uh, should be eliminated? Because um, we talk about we talk about how we got to save this planet, how we got to maintain it. Yeah, but under well, the system, there's no way that's that's even possible because profits are always before everything else, even humans. Yeah, yeah, it's a problem for sure. Um, no, yeah. Absolutely. Ray, yeah, go ahead, Ray. Give your point yeah. of view, and I'd like to get mine. Yeah, so um, I, I think there's a place for capitalism. I, you know, I, 
we've seen a, a lot of, but we've never really had true capitalism, right? And so, uh, at least I don't, I don't think we have. That's <clears throat> my opinion, anyways. And and really, that's all I have about it is an opinion. So, <clears throat> but uh, um, I, I think if if uh, if there was true capitalism, <clears throat> I think uh, things might might have been a little bit different. But again, once the once the currency system changes, um, I think our focus about money will shift because we won't be so worried about it, and and we won't be operating off of a uh, a mentality of scarcity. <clears throat> and uh, okay, so, and, and I think that the, the scarcity that we have is a forced scarcity. It's not it's not genuine. Right. It's, it's just to keep the profits going, to keep this machine going, right? Yeah, to get everybody scared and believing so that there's, there's a so workforce. Much. Yeah. Well, uh, there's certainly no scarcity of money. <laughs> no, absolutely um, not. The problem is it's, it, it all goes to the, you know to to a few people. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ray, are you ready for me to give my point of view on that? Yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, okay. <laughs> I I um, and I, I talk to a lot of uh, true communists and uh, people that uh, believe that we, we you have to stamp out. Um, um, uh, uh, um, capitalism entirely, but I, I think that's a, that's a, a bit crazy. Myself, I, I think that uh, capitalism is a part of human of, of 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 us and how we work. It's part of our gambling um, uh, nature, and just like trying to prohibit gambling and trying to prohibit uh, alcohol, trying to prohibit uh, uh, capitalism is a mistake, and it'll always lead to corruption. To me, corruption is capitalism uh, that's gone beyond the rules. That's all that corruption mm-hmm. is, and and, yeah. and therefore, yeah. So, and I I I I believe that uh, that capitalism like this leads us into corruption when the rules make it that we it gets in our way. Now, um, I I also though uh, see all the evils of uh, of uh, capitalism, and I think that's a big problem. I I personally. Just like we have casinos and everything else, I, I would like to see a capitalist system that is fully unregulated, because regulation is a problem. Whenever you try to regulate things, it, it causes bureaucracy and it causes more room for uh, for corruption. So I would see a totally unregulated. But I'd like to see a society that we don't have to be in the capitalist system. I would like it so that uh, citizens have if they went in there and they lose all their money they kind of have a fallback area of socialism that they're going to be taken care of at the minimum basically right and people can stay in this socialism realm and 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 get ahead that way on a nice even keel you know what i mean it's like a safe area i don't believe we should all be forced to have to do this uh this casino that is capitalism and we're all because we're all dealt a bad hand everybody that's not rich already right so we, we we don't we don't have an advantage it's like getting a having to play at a poker game where you're for sure going to lose almost it's guaranteed just about so uh, it's not fair so in any case I'd I'd like to see a system where there's more socialism that works more or less like an umbrella that allows for a capitalist system to exist that is totally unregulated and allows people to go hard and get busted and and there's no saving anybody there's no such thing as a uh, you know, there's certain things you don't want involved in there. You want some kind of control over your monetary system that's not tied to it um, uh, to a full extent so that 
its collapse does not make does not collapse your society. It's a segment of your society, and it can cause stress on your society, but it cannot collapse your society, right? So you guys understand what I'm saying with that? Yeah, but yeah, well, you mean un- unregulated? Let, yeah, let's let something that's that's meant to die die. Yeah, if the capitalist system ran right. They would let everything die that was going to die, like all the banks and the and the, and the thing there, and yeah. That's that's right. But when you infuse, when you artificially infuse money into, you know, dead horses, um, you know, it, it it creates a serious problem. And not only that, it makes for room for corruption because now you're adding right. levels, and it makes it so that you have to judge. And I want to I want to create a society where you got judge. I, I accept the fact that we do judgment in society, but I want to eliminate it as little as possible. Right? That's why my direct direct democracy plan is uh, does not allow for uh, we don't we it's just um, we just take in the data and put it out, and we don't judge it in any way. We don't uh, we don't sort it. There's no moderation. There's no rules. That's, because that's a big thing to me. But anyway. Um, yeah, I'm not really well, clear on that concept. Could you elaborate on that a little bit? Well, I'm, my direct democracy plan is uh, to do it in a, in a manner that there's uh, no – everything is really obvious and out in the open, and there's no means of manipulation in any way. So um, a, lot of demac- uh, uh, a lot of direct democracies uh, involve uh, going to a menu that directs you and shows you uh, what to vote on, and then they have questions, and uh, to me it's – it's a really big deal that uh, you you'd be able to create an, an, an entity that is obviously neutral and is not playing with the information in any way at all, and uh, that that to me is is has to be the essence of what we do, right? And so I've done everything in my power to make sure that uh, you can obviously, for the average person, could look at our system and say, yeah, I don't see how they're manipulating anything. You can see the numbers going in, numbers coming out. And, you know, uh, in every way possible, have it so that and, and the people that work there, you have to elect them in and uh, they get rotated through. And, uh, you know, every way possible is that it's, it's not owned. It's owned by the people. It's not owned by any individuals or anything like this. Right. So I want to create this entity, this entity that is 100 um, percent neutral in yeah. every way and, and just counts. The so. Votes. So the uh, the. Uh, People that are elected are basically employees of the people, which is the way it should be. You know, here they're called yes. servants, and we we oh, have the we yeah. have the feeling that I, they're. I, I better I better stress what I'm talking about here because what I want to do is I want to create an entity that's more like uh, Twitter is right now, Tw- as far as it's an internet entity that's not connected to any government. So Twitter right now is uh, has been able to change laws. People by uh, you know uh, using Twitter have used it like a uh, petition. So petitions and Twitter have been used to change laws and force peti- uh, uh, politicians to enact things and to uh, do what the people want. And that's, what, that's the only power we're going to have. So we, you could, uh, a, um, a political body like a, a governing body could use our system to elect their people and, uh, because we are a voting system. And if they trusted us enough, they could do that. But our our initial process is just a matter of um, give, putting public pressure on on governments. So we're separate from the government, but we show the government what everybody is telling them they should do, right? 
You know? So I just wanted to make that clear that uh, the people I was talking about electing are the people just running our organization, which is extremely simple. It's going to be just okay. a database. It's just going to be a database and a uh, and a uh, search engine. And the people running that database and that search engine will be, like I said, rotated through with uh, by election by election as well. Okay. Uh, does that does that make a, does that make sense, Ray? Clear on uh, yeah, yeah, it makes perfect makes perfect sense. Um, I thought you were talking about uh, government in in uh, in particular. Well, uh, but this is well, an actual extra governmental process. Yeah. Well, my my plan. I, you're probably not aware of my plan, Ray. And uh, so I'd have to not explain yet. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I have a video. You should check it out. It kind of again. Um, my I website will. explains a li- explains a little bit about it, but my plan is to set up um, a worldwide body that um, that people use, and um, um, it's actually it's a massive database of opinions, and they're opinions on everything, anything you could possibly have an opinion on. And the reason for this is because the a big problem with direct democracy or any kind of democracy system is participation, and so I'm trying to create a system that is so vast that everybody has a reason to participate because they have something they have an opinion on. It could be on, you know, household electrical. It could be on, you know, basketball. Who knows? But we're mm-hmm. going to hit these. We're going to hit the soft spot for everybody that has an opinion on something because our database will be, is going to be so wide, it will accept opinions on everything. And then allow people to upvote them and uh, let them trend in a very natural process so that um, the most important issues rise to the top and the most important opinions in any category rise to the top. And uh, then we know what people want, right? So it's like a very well-organized Twitter, except for you're not tweeting to other people, you're tweeting to the world as a body in itself. You're giving us that information and it's there for the world to see, right? Yeah, but isn't Twitter the same thing, though? No, it's not set up right for it. They could be. But uh, it's not set okay. up right for it. Um, it, uh, it, it. There's a lot. There are some similarities there, but uh, no, it's not the same thing. They don't store these things. There's no categories that you would store permanently. People's opinions, and uh, you know, it, it's just not right. You know, could it be a tool to influence people in, in or sway people's opinions on maybe who to vote for? Well, yes. Um, I believe not even who to vote for, but but what subject to vote for, like what, you know, it, it's not so, it's not really so important who you're voting for it because in the direct democracy process, we're voting for, uh, you know, different things. Do we want taxes? Do we want to eliminate taxes when we repeal laws, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, um, I, so I, I see, so yeah, I see that influence factor being kind of beneficial there. Well, I, I did, what, the way I like to look at it is this is the way people are going to talk to their politicians through us and to the world through us and uh, to, to corporations uh, through us, even to the television programming. They're going to talk to us. So yeah. uh, we're just this, this massive <clears throat> database. Now, um, uh, how politicians use this will be up to them. But I think a uh, smart politician is going to say, I'm going to do whatever you could like this. Is, this has become their in your direct democracy that you're setting up. You, instead of using your website that you're going to have and you're going to put all the issues on, you are just going to look at our thing there, and you can ask direct questions through our thing, and people can answer you through our through our setup, eh? And um, they can tell yeah, you, you what, still have a, what to do. You would still have to have a platform set up 
for but well, you find out your platform. political party. You'd find out your yeah, platform you could, you know, by finding you out you, by finding out through our through our system what all everybody okay. in your constituency wants because we're going to break it down so you know everybody in your constituency is saying through our system. So you can you you can say uh, you know you can ask them through our system and they will post everything through our system. The beauty of this is it'll also be the system that they're talking about other things so they know how to use it so they they they'll be very familiar with it, eh? They'll be using it for sports. They'll be using it for their hobbies. They'll be using it for uh, any other political activities they're doing. So, uh, uh, so it'll be very easy for them. They'll know exactly what's going on in there. You know, their city wants to build a new arena, and right away they'll just go right there with the right where to go to place their opinions. And as soon as they go there, it's going to show them everybody else's opinions, and they can either pick them or place their own opinion or vote up something. Or if the politician that's talking about building that arena he might ask direct questions that they will find right there and they can answer his question and they can answer it in a yes or no or with a but or uh, say, well, I think you should do this deal or that deal or whatever, right? The, the, uh, the, the possibilities are endless as far as what they can vote for. But as things trend, they will then decide, okay, well, it, uh, it looks like they're going to build the arena and the people are going to pay 40% of it and the, uh, the other people are going to pay the 60%. But I'm not happy with that. The people should only be paying 20. So that's pretty high, voted pretty high. So if I put my vote there, even though I was saying 10% earlier, I'm going to put my vote at 20 because maybe we can get them a little lower, right? So anyway, you start manipulating your vote to get – you're negotiating politics in the process of using our system, right? So it's an ongoing thing, and, uh, and, and you get the best results. You're going to find out exactly what the people want. So a politician that, that, that says he's going to look at our information and use that information is a direct democracy politician, right? Right. Now, who posed the question? Is there like is there something? Anybody can. The politician can. Anybody can. But we don't. As an organization, our organization doesn't ask any questions. That's up to you to do. So the politicians or anybody else, they're not connected to us in any way. Anybody can ask the questions. Right. People can ask the politician questions through us and say, you know, what does what does so and so say about this arena or whatever, right? And give their opinion. And okay. that might start a, that might start a trend, right? So uh, it, it's free express it's free expression. Nobody needs to ask the question, but they can it also. Okay, so let's say if a question wasn't posed, but you know, maybe someone wants to go on and bitch about something. Yeah, be, it's like a bitch line. Anything. It's like a bitch line. Yeah, it's like a bitch line. A lot of people will be on there bitching all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they're, when they when they when they are going on there to bitch about something, uh, I, I'm assuming that it will be automatically categorized of what they're bitching about. Yes, uh, they will. Uh, that they'll already be uh, showing them option for categories, or they can make a new category themselves, uh, and uh, all those options will be available to them. Well, Ray, what do you think about this, Ray? I uh, I'm kind of in favor for, of it. <clears throat> so, uh, um, so categories like people can create their own categories, kind of thing, and then yeah, and then uh, like the uh, the tabulations are all automatic. Nobody has to actually sit there and figure things out, right? That's right. Like, yeah, like tabulations in terms of popularity are automatic. and all that. Yes. Now that's going to get a little bit technical. Obvious things are going to be obvious, and all that information will be there to everybody. But we are going to have a fairly complicated 
amount of data that we're going to have. Not complicated. It's going to be simple in the system of a voting, very simplistic. Mm-hmm. But but mm-hmm. it, it'll get complicated in the sense that uh, because I want to break it down to how many doctors are saying this, or how many mm-hmm. um, how many engi- how many engineers are saying this. I want demographic information too. So. People right. can uh, weasel. We people can uh, can uh, decipher this and get a lot more information out of it than what you see on the surface. So there will be all kinds of organizations that do polling now and work with data. They will work with our data to decipher it, and then they will make it uh, easier for for us for for uh, for uh, everyday consumption. So in other words, a news organization will get the Angus Reid polling people to go through our data to tell them and to, to tell them find out, you know, what are people age 20 to 25 thinking, right? Yeah. You know, so stuff people, like this, right? People will have to have a, a, like a profile, a, a page of their own on there, kind of like, sort of like Facebook, but so you got a page, you know, you're not, you you're not registering every time you want to say something, yeah. you're already you're already in there, no. is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll just be, a, it'll be like an app or actually more, much more just like Google. So you go to Google, and in fact, it's going to be a lot like Google because it's going to work by search engines, and you will already know how to use the system. So you just go to, uh, you just go to your, this search engine and uh, type in or, or use voice, which I would do. But anyway, and, and put in there your opinion on whatever it is. And uh, or a category or both, if you think if you know what you uh, what, if you have that worked out already in your mind, and it's going to start showing you the options that are right around what you're what you're thinking, just the same way Google does right now. If you're looking for some information and you know it's in a website, let's say, right, you start pumping in that information, mm-hmm. it's going to start throwing you options of websites where you're going to find that information, right? So even if you don't know the category, the same thing is going to happen, and, and it works exactly the same way a search engine works, right? So that's the way it, what it is. It is a search engine. So, so anyway, so Brian, um, what, what are the differences? What are the differences going to be between your system and Google? What 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 can your much. system do that, that Google can't? Not nothing except for right now. There's no place to store opinions on Google, uh, and virtually there's nothing different. Uh, we're building another Google with a whole another internet that's all opinions, and they interconnect. They're going to interconnect. So. In the sense that uh, information on the internet, you'll be able to link that. You'll be able to link that information directly to uh, a vo- our voting system. So, in other words, you look up some article on the internet, or somebody shows you a link or whatever, and you can you can wonder, well, what does everybody else think of that? And you just click on the link, and it's going to take you right to our internet full of opinions, and it's going to show you what the opinions are of that thing. And if there isn't one there, you can make one. You well, know how uh, politicians. So that that's you know the way politicians float out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you want to go ahead? Uh, yeah. Well, no, I'm go ahead, right now, Nick. No, go yeah, ahead, go right. ahead. All right. So um, you know how politicians will f- float out. Um, uh, I can't think of the word, but they're, they they want to put something out to the public so that uh, they they get to see what the response is going to be. And I can see yeah. that being useful politically because you, I mean, you've got a raw database, you know, right there. And, and a, you know, and an astute individual will look at that and, and be able to, um, uh, you know, tailor his presentation of a, of a certain subject that, you know, that something's going to be voted on, you know. Um, so, if yeah, I, th- I, I just see a lot of usefulness for that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, the, here's here's the other really good part. Uh, you probably uh, don't you're not aware of is that there's a contest right now for a world governing body or system that can be put into place very quickly and uh, to help uh, solve some of the big problems like global warming of the world. And uh, so this foundation, the um, uh, Global Challenges Foundation, has put up $5 million in a contest. And um, they're taking the entry starting April 1st. I'm, I'm just working on my entry earlier today here. I've, uh, I've almost got it ready. And so, yeah, so I'm entering for this contest. And uh, the, the part I find kind of interesting is up until now, I've never heard of anybody else that's even thought about putting together a worldwide system quite like I have. Uh, I seem to fit the bill perfectly for this contest. So I believe that there's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> I have a pretty good chance, I think. Uh, and, uh, but the only other person lately that's been talking about this is Mark Zuckerberg. He recently announced that Facebook is going to move into uh, politics and try to move into uh, world, uh, having a, helping create a world democratic system is, is how he said, uh, I think mm. how he put it. So well, anyway, so, did. uh, Facebook. Well, yes. Yeah, was, I mean, I mean, it's heavily, but it's heavily. No, I know. Yes, it is. But he's always resisted talking about it publicly or, uh, or admitting to doing anything, uh, political. Well, when I, when I was first on Facebook, it was really, it was personal. It was, you know, you had a group of friends and you talk about, just you know, I guess nonsense, and then slowly but surely it, it started getting uh, very political. Now it's it's all about uh, protesting and petitions, you know, which which I have yeah. nothing against because I mean I, I have a group and a page based on that, but uh, I just thought it was already political. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't originally, as you know. Actually, no, I it wasn't I, originally. I, no, no. Yeah, you know, I'm very deep into the history on all this stuff because I've been watching it for the last four and a half years very in-depthly. And uh, Facebook has been resisting uh, going political, and so has Twitter. And Twitter has emerged as the, the actually bigger political force, although more news mm-hmm. is going on on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, but Facebook uh, has resisted um, any attempt, like people wanted to have a, a dislike button. This is the first example I saw and they resisted this, and the reasoning for this is because they, that, they, that started moving them into a political realm that they didn't like because that is uh, what old people do. Young people are into <laughs> chatting, and old people are into politics. So they or resisted. The, yeah, yes, exactly. So therefore, they, they resisted that whole aspect. But they do, and, they, and their effort was to keep in the young people, keep the young people coming, right? And, uh, but they've lost that battle now, and they have become an older person uh, uh, institution. And, yeah. so, and so now he's embracing this now. But this is only recently. He's been very reluctant to deal with politics, and, but without him being able to stop it, it has become extremely political. And now he knows it has. He either he has to. He can't deny it anymore. No, he he's got to embrace forward. it now. Yeah, he's got to embrace it now. Exactly. Yes. And he's exactly. Yeah, I, I, I think do, he's right. I, I think I he's do right find the younger so. people uh, leaving Facebook. Not necessarily leaving Facebook. But they're not on. They're not active on Facebook. They're they're more on you know the Snapchat and the 
Instagrams, right? Because it's not as political. Because you know, the younger people don't they want to they want to see selfies and. Yeah, well, this all has to this, this all has to do with the uh, 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 the internet generation growing up. So yeah, and, uh, I, I kind of I I've I been uh, waiting for this to happen. Actually, I knew that the your average internet user, and this is just uh, my own uh, thoughts, or you know, not based on any uh, data that I know of specifically, but I believe that the average internet user right now is going somewhere around thirty eight into forty, and as they do this. The more and more users that are older that are on the internet, there's more and more of a market for complaining, more and more of a market for uh, um, politics, right? And so that, that that didn't exist so much before. So when the internet started out, here this is a little bit controversial, and uh, some people, uh, Giorgio was, was denying this, but I think it's absolutely true. When the internet, first of all, we had uh, the VCRs, and everybody got a VCR because of pornography. And uh, the sales for that took off. Yes, that's a fact. So anyway, that got that got a VCR in everybody's home, and more electronics. The whole electronics market started to really blossom. So that boosted then. That helps the, the boost move into uh, the computers. That that was that helped the the, the building of electronics. That, that helped the whole thing for computers. Then computers came along, and when they when they entered into the internet and everything like that. They got a boost as well from pornography. So back in the late eighties, they still do. If you, yes, oh yeah, oh hugely, yes, and, and it, yeah. it is the it is recognized as the largest market driver for the, for computers. So that kid has got a computer in everybody's home. Now now their kids now are growing up in the in those eighties, and they got computers in their homes, right? So now they're the kids that are growing up, and now they're getting. Uh, they're getting older, but uh, then their father, you know, everybody else, there were a certain amount ahead of them that were on computers too. But anyway, the point is, though, all this generation now that has been growing up on computers, the next market was games because there was all these kids now on computers, right? So uh, the, the big market was games. Now it's, it went from games as teenagers, they want to all chat. So the next market was Facebook and all the chat sites and all the rest of this. That all slowly burgeoned, uh, grew, and then Facebook boomed, and then, uh, and then uh, you know, Twitter and all the rest of this. And that's all about teenage life and chatting. Now they're all getting... Well, there was, there was something before Facebook, but it didn't really catch on. I just yeah, can't remember the name of it now. MySpace. That, that's it, MySpace, yeah. It didn't really catch on as, as much as Facebook no. did, anyhow. No, but that was no. the beginning of it. They were catching the beginning of the wave, but they weren't able to, to hold it. And then Facebook uh, took off, and they, took, they followed that wave. And so as teenagers, the next thing was most, uh, a lot of there was a huge market for just chatting, right? So, but now we're beyond that. Now these people have been chatting there all their lives. They've formed opinions, and now there's a market for opinions. That's the next thing in line. One of the next things. There's lots yeah, of other things. Yeah, but why do you th- why do you think though? Why do you think? Why because do you think there's because, a market for that? Well, because like I said, the internet generation we were all too young before, and it just, so it didn't take up the internet before. But now, as the internet generation is getting older, they have a, a willingness to want to express themselves, and they're now on top of that, they've been educated with the internet all this time up till now to form a lot of strong opinions and to know that there's got to be a way to get these opinions out there. We've got this internet. So they're getting really more boisterous, right? And so this is the, the added education that they're getting with the internet 
plus the the added tool of the internet to, to voice their opinion is is creating this upswell of uh, of people wanting to express themselves, right? So I I knew all this was coming, and I I could see it uh, four and a half years ago when I first came up with this plan, and I worried though that, and this is where I get into a fight with all the other people that are doing direct democracy. I worried though that there's going to be all these different entities that right now I could see that Facebook was resisting and I could see that Twitter's resisting. And so there's, that make, that makes for a, a vacuum. So there's this vacuum in this market right now of opinions, this market that's growing of opinions, right? Now, and do you, do this you think market, it might be, well, there's all these protest sites are so not that's sites, all part all of these it. Pro- Those are all signs of it. That's all no, but hold on a second, it. but all these protest uh, groups on Facebook, uh, could it be maybe because of the uh, financial climate? Maybe because of uh, uh, how bad things are in the states and people are rebelling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's all adding to it. Yes, but I'll guarantee you, if that wasn't there, you'd still be a steady increase. But I think we're seeing an extra boom because of that. Yeah. But uh, I think that's definitely, uh, and I'm, I think that's fantastic for us because it'll help our agenda. I think as far as pushing uh, direct democracy. So. Yeah, so I, 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 the problem, uh, like I said, I, I, I think that if we, if a whole bunch of these different entities, if Facebook, or if people start expressing their their opinions more on Facebook, and right now they're already doing it on Twitter, and if Twitter starts to go for that market too, and it becomes a struggle between the two of them, and they're both totally different systems, so it's not even like they're asking questions in the same way. And there's no way to marry the two together. So then. And then there's other entities that are coming out uh, coming at us. Um, uh, the big one uh, in, this, in the states, well, there's a, there are a few of them anyway. I won't get into all the different names, but anyway, then there's a bunch of other smaller entities that are also trying to fill this void, coming at it from different angles. And my whole thing, four and a half years ago, I predicted this, and my whole thing was, and the only reason I got into this was I was scared that this void. As, as, as we're coming up to this void and coming to fill it, if all these people are fighting over it, we're going to end up with just this big bumble of noise and all of humanity can't be heard. And if we built one system, if all the rest, any one of the systems, even a crappy one, is going to be better than all of these systems because then at least everybody's speaking clear, right? So even that's my biggest thing. And uh, I, I get into a lot of trouble with the direct democracy crowd because of this, because they all have their own plans for direct democracy in their own uh, regions. And uh, so they don't want to hear this whole big world plan. But to me, that's the only way it can work to make it first interesting. Well, I, I think, but I, I, I'd say the problem is everybody wants their own brand of direct democracy, which is absolutely silly. What they, what they need to do is they need to share ideas about direct democracy, how to make it better than, than they do in Switzerland, and then mm-hmm. combine it and package it and maybe have someone go to parliament and say, okay, we're a political party. If, we, if they do, and say, okay, well, this is how we're going to build our country. This is how we're yeah, going to well, build direct democracy. Right now, there's just wait. too much division right now. There's just too much division. And I don't, I'm not going to wait for that, Nick. I'm not going to wait for that. I also no, absolutely because I, not. I no, absolutely not. I, I, I think the politicians are uh, going to slow things down, as, uh, as we all know they are going to. And, um, and I, I, uh, I think this is also the best way to go at it, too, because of the fact that they can't get in the way. We just put this in without even asking them, and then it's up to them to use it. And, uh, you know, so um, we don't need any permission to put this in. 
We just need to just no, no, actually, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm totally for it because I think it's a, it's a, it's a great tool to use to, yeah. to well, maybe, let's say, if they want to input direct democracy, get different ideas how to build a, a proper direct democracy, yeah. and well, then you uh, can build it from there. Uh, one of the problems, the other problems I have with doing it that that way too is that it all takes time. I'm actually, I expect to have this whole thing in place within the next two years. And uh, within the next five years after that, to have it at a, at a really, you know, working at a, such a mass level that we're actually being able to change things in the world. Eh? So I'm, I'm saying less than a decade, I want a full working system. And um, I don't think our world can wait. And I think it's totally doable. So that's my goal. Uh, my goal is for the next But I two think years, you have a huge stumbling block, though. I would have to agree with Brian I don't think that we can wait for that. And, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he shouldn't implement. It. I'm saying he should. I mean, I mean, Brian, if you could do it tomorrow, I'd, I'd be all for it. I'm just yeah. saying that your that people's opinions are not going to matter because of representative democracy. They're not going to want to hear you. And under a capitalist system, all they care about is profits. As long as they got profits, they'll keep buying off the politicians. As long as they keep up buying off the politicians, then our voices. No matter how many how many uh, opinions we have, it, it's not going to matter. But I, again, I don't want to I, I don't want to discourage yeah. you. I'm saying, yeah, do it. You know, we do need it in case we do have a direct democracy in place. This would be a great tool to have. Yeah, well, I I, I think that we um, I'm going to I'm obviously I'm continuing with this uh, regardless. But um, I I I think everybody should just keep working towards their direct democracies. But yes. at the same time, you know, keep an eye on what I'm doing here. And if, they, if I'm starting to move along, I'm, I'm a little bit worried, you know, in this contest, I might get railroaded out of it because of some special interest that wants to control things in some way or something, you know. And, and, and in a situation like that, I'm going to need your guys' support and from the entire direct democracy crowd, you know. And because if I can be successful, I think we all win. But I know my plan is very far-fetched. Nobody should stop what they're working on. And to continue with what you're doing, but at the same time, if we, if we can put in something like this and uh, get to a, you know, a, a point that it can happen, we should be doing this too. And uh, this would be a better scenario because everybody would be talking all through the same system, and we get a clear voice of what the humanity needs to do next, right? Yeah. Now there's some rumblings going on about the guy that's putting up the money, and I hear a lot yeah. of people saying that he's a, a UN supporter and. And uh, I mean, my stance on the UN is I've, I've never, I've never thought the UN was any use at all. Um, I, I think their their brand of direct democracy is actually pretty destructive. It's got actually it's really not direct democracy, but it's something that they want to implement. And I don't know if it's being if if the UN is being funded by some um, you know some some big money backers. From what I understand, they are. Seems like this guy that's actually handing out the money is actually a UN supporter. I mean, does, does that worry you a little bit, Brian? Um, yeah, I am. Um, I've been very con- conscious of that. Actually, uh, D- Dallas brought that up originally uh, to me, and um, I've been watching for any information about that. Uh, as far as uh, in their website, though, and in the entry that I'm, uh, I'm in, what they're asking from us, people, the contestants, um, they do mention they talk about the UN a couple of times. And they uh, they talk about how it's inefficient in its ability to be able to do anything as far as governing. 
uh, that it's totally inadequate and it's not up to any t- real task of doing any good. So they totally admit to that. Uh, but then uh, as well, in the contest, they say uh, yeah, that um, the applicants, um, uh, what they're looking for is a gov- world governing system. And then they said it doesn't have to be anything like the UN. Uh, but they do mention if it is something that can change the UN, they would look at that, or something that could make it actually work. Uh, they well, would look about, at that. Rid but, of they, it. but then but then they said it doesn't have to do any have anything to do with the UN either. They were just saying yeah. using that as an example of a world body. So and, and saying you know yeah, but the problem is when, when the UN when the UN can't hear you there. I seem to have lost you, Nick. Yeah, he's he breaks up pretty badly. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I hear you. Hello? I can now. Okay. So, no, no, yeah. what I was saying was, uh, is a, I mean, a, a world government cannot work now. It just, we, there's too many divisions. Religion, no, money. Yeah. yeah, it cannot be organized. And if it is, it, uh, under the UN, it can be very, very, very destructive. Very destructive. Well, yeah, I think, so, you know what? I, I have a lot really of worry about, about the, UN what, well. what the UN pushes. Go ahead, Rick. Go ahead. Yeah, there's there's a lot of reason to be uh, skeptical about the UN, and uh, I'm I'm definitely not a supporter. I think that uh, initially that there were a lot of people who were members of the UN, uh, different uh, you know uh, delegates from different nations. They actually believed in what they were doing, and they actually wrote a, a lot of good um, resolutions. But they were never pushed. They were never enforced. And um, well, they, they, they focused they, not, they focused on things like Agenda 21 and not on the actual humane um, um, uh, resolution. Aspects of it, yeah, with what they were intended yeah. to be. That, that's, that was their intention was to help people in uh, yeah, so the impoverished countries. There's a, there's a governing body there uh, that probably an unseen hand as well. And uh, – you know, those things just didn't fit with the agenda. You know, they went ahead and let people write their resolutions, made them feel good, but there was no force put behind it, no money, no will, nothing. And when you see what they're putting their money behind, that tells you exactly what they're all about. <clears throat> yeah, well, I, I agree, but, you guys. Uh, I have a lot of problems with the U.N., too. And that's a, that's why, I've got, I, like I said, I might need a little bit of support for public support to uh to bully these kinds of people that might have special interests to let them know that we're not going to accept anything but a, a fully neutral uh, entity that is, you know, not connected to anything and it is no way possible to manipulate in any way. Eh? So um, when I get my proposal done here, I'll be posting it uh, over the next couple of days someplace and I'll, I'll let everybody know. You can look, you can have a look okay. at it. And uh, um, you know, I want everybody to be assured that my proposal is uh, is one that is so transparent that uh, because we, like I said we're so simplistic in our in our proposal that it, it's fairly obviously transparent that I, I believe that everybody could agree with that and uh, hopefully they feel confident to support it eh uh, based on that right? well, absolutely so, I mean I support I, I think it's a great tool to have it's no doubt about it it's a database um, of people's opinions which could be very valuable I mean. It's it's uh, it's 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 really a good a good tool to have, right? In case you're stuck on something, you can you can always get. I mean, do they have to be opinions? Can they be? Uh, I mean, can they be anything but an opinion? 
It's I mean, anything information. You can, any, it is it is any information that you feel that fits into the form of an opinion. So, in other words, uh, like a. Um, uh, Something like an ailment or something, you know, about uh, a part of right, your body. Right, but there's a difference between an opinion and fact. No, yeah, I was saying there's there a difference is. between an opinion yeah. and fact, right? Yeah. No, but, but that, how that, would you... Let me let me clarify here. So let's say somebody sure. somebody were to put somebody were to put on there uh, 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 what they think their opinion is of the best way to deal with a migraine headache, right? But maybe okay. it's something like using turpentine and rubbing it all over your hair or something that's kind of <laughs> crazy. Well, it's going to be down. It's going to be downvoted, and so that's the beauty of the voting system. So you can see the actual cure that somebody might put on there for a headache. But you can see how many people voted it up, or even added. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Right. So now, so okay. they, yeah, so they, you have all this information on opinions. Anything that can be an opinion, and it can be like a medical opinion. It can be an opinion on anything. And okay, uh, so, so uh, yeah. and, someone says they have a I don't know an ailment and. A guy says, well, I use apple cider. Mm-hmm. And then other people are going to verify it and say, yeah, yeah, this this is true. And then they'll give it a thumbs exactly. up. And then I yeah. guess the highest rank, the highest well, rank will up, be the most noticed? Well, that will be up to you to judge because all the all everybody's opinions about that opinion will be there or they're voting on it. And you will also – But I want to see the best one, though. Yeah, I know. I know. Let me get to that. So you're going yeah. to see the one that has voted the highest. But you might also be able to look to see what the doctors are saying. And now it's up to you to judge. Now, you can go by what it is, if it's the highest bunk, or maybe there's, maybe it's really close, but this one group is saying that it's all, all this one group is all doctors, eh? and they're totally saying all leaning on one side. That's up to you to decide now. We are just feeding you information. And we can only, we can only tell you what everybody thinks of that opinion, and that is all we can do. If we're not judging it for you, it's being judged by society – in this way, and you, we are giving you all that information. So you're going to look at that now and at least know what the doctors are saying. You're going to know what, uh, you know, maybe different professions of other types are saying. We want to give you all the information we can so you can judge it the best you can. Does that make sense? Well, no, no absolutely. I mean, that's what I want. I want to, if, if I go into a database like that and I'm trying to find out information about something, I want the best possible info. I want to add one thing, yeah, about this, is that not only can you have the opinions there, but opinions that are already on the Internet can mm-hmm. be tied directly to our database, too, so that you can find – if you're going through the Internet for any information and you find anything there, you want to know what – if people have already posted opinions on it, you can, go, you can, it'll, you can just tie right into ours, and there will be uh, information directly there if, if anybody has put any, right? So and it'll work the same way. It'll be voted up, and you'll know what doctors are saying about that. You'll know what scientists are saying. You'll know what you know, and it's up to you to judge, right? Now, how about videos? How about how, like you know uh, DIY videos? Sure. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, could I post something like that on 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 your on your page on you uh, can, your site? I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly, but because we're we're getting a little bit technical here, but what I'll tell you is that at least you can link to it. If you can't post it right into our information system, if for some reason that our technical people say, oh, that's going to be too much data or something, we will at least allow people to link to any article or any video or anything they need to get their opinion out there. Now, would it be ranked, though? Well, yeah. Everybody else now that thinks that, uh, that, that are, that are uh, looking at this, yes, all videos that will be on YouTube or anything that is linked from YouTube onto there, 
once again, people can vote on it. So yes, okay. in fact, it'll be ranked. It'll be ranking on everything. We, 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 I expect to totally replace uh, organizations like Yelp, uh, Rate My Teacher, uh, Rate uh, Rate My Politician, um, all these different polling organizations and stuff like that. I expect to totally monopolize this entire market. Now that doesn't mean they won't exist entirely. Some organizations may exist that. Um, uh, like I said, the Nielsen ratings, for example, they'll probably gather a lot of their information, if not all of it, through us, but they will analyze it, and they will feed it to the TV or, uh, companies uh, after they have analyzed it and given their best uh, take on it. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of ins and outs, and a lot of, there's a lot of data there to deal with, and there's a lot of uh, uh, ways of looking at the data, right? So... Uh, there's still going to be room for polling companies and places like that, but instead of doing the polling, a lot of them anyway are going to just get their information through us and then analyze it for consumption by us or by the new movie companies or by the television companies, right? So, yeah, all the movies, uh, all everything on Netflix can all be rated through us. Uh, everything, um, your doctors, your, uh, everything you can rate now, you'll be able to rate through us. And that's okay, another so- beauty that's enough that that's the whole selling point of this is that everybody will have a use for it this way okay so i got a question for you guys speaking of opinions and so in a referendum uh with this this day day and age of technology should we go with the computer type based referendum or should we go with the the way the swiss do it in paper ballots um, I think I, I'd like, yeah, go ahead, Ray. Go ahead, Ray. Okay. Yeah. I think we should do both really, because there, <clears throat> there's still a lot of people without, uh, without internet and some people just refuse to use it. So, and I know, I know people like that myself. So I think we should, uh, incorporate some form of, uh, you know, both method. Okay. Go uh, ahead, Ray. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have a very specific, um, um, you know, we are looking at this now. I, I I think that there's an area there's room for both, and um, in my system, I, I expect that there will be um, and and actually in any direct democracy system that we talk about has an aspect that's uh, very similar to this aspect that I talk about always in mind, and that is uh, to be able to have um, unofficial voting that doesn't really count, and to give everybody an idea of what everybody else is thinking so that we can come up with maybe better solutions and better things to vote on. So, um, so uh, I believe that's a really vital part. And I think it's um, a lot of, a lot of other, uh, for example, I, I think that uh, Ray, if you have a, your political party set up and you have your, um, your website set up and you have an issue coming up that you want everybody to uh, vote on, on your website. So you know how you want to vote as a politician, then, I would suggest you start very early and you start uh, asking very, very vague questions to get an idea of what people are thinking and have a vote on your website and have a date where it ends and then, and then ask for new suggestions coming out from there and uh, to, to make sure that everybody is focused on the possible outcome. And uh, instead of just uh, having one question and one vote, uh, on something because I think there's a certain amount of, uh, of information that you need to make your choice by knowing what all the other people are thinking. 
once again, if knowing what all the doctors are thinking, if it's a medical thing or all the engineers or all the scientists are thinking, if it's something that involves their kind of science or their, their, their type of thing, you want this information beforehand on what they are planning on voting before you make your decision. And so, therefore, I want to have a system where this, you can do, have this rotation of voting, but it's cheap. So, and it's not, it doesn't have to be 100% accurate. It doesn't have to be uh, 100% official because that's not the final vote. So now when it comes to the final vote, so you, you run down to your, uh, you have a question, right? And so you kind of figure out what parts of that question or whatever are most important to people as you get to, to this point. And then so you can ask them the right questions at the right point. And um, th- then you have your final vote. That's the one that's important that everybody trusts it. So at this point, it's probably important that we still go back to the paper vote in most cases, just so that everybody feels trustworthy of it. But over time, as we're doing these unofficial votes, if they start to really reflect what the final vote is, people will start to trust our unofficial system more and more. And uh, hopefully, eventually, we can start getting away from the, for the, from the paper vote just because altogether it's cheaper. Uh, but it's very important that we use this cheap system of voting in this unofficial way and that we don't have to worry too much that it's, uh, you know, a thousand percent accurate because it's not the official vote. But it gives everybody a good idea of what everybody is thinking. And I really think that's important in any direct democracy system. And I think it will just kind of naturally happen anyway. But I'd like to really point it out in mind that I think that's a big aspect of what we're doing, too. Uh, is because the votes can get everybody coming in with new questions and everybody votes on, on new things that come because of what they learned from the last vote. So I think anyway. that's, uh, Brian, I think that's a, a really good idea, especially for representative politicians, um, mm-hmm. something that they should have been doing all along, but never have and, and probably never will. Um, yeah. As a, uh, as a, uh, you know, direct Democrat, uh, politician, then uh, I see I see that useful in terms of gauging people's uh, you know points of view, uh, but the, the politician really is almost is not the focus. It's it's the view of the people that is the focus. The politician is there basically as an employee to do you know to implement what we tell them to do. So so he's not win, winning a popularity contest. He doesn't have to you know in today's politics. That would be so useful. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I think if, if, politics, if, if politics was done right, it wouldn't matter who your representative was because they would just be resent, representing what you want anyway. That's right. Well, it's like hiring somebody. It's like hiring somebody in your company. You hire them well, to do a job. When they, when they don't do their job, you fire them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It's that simple. They're you know, there are servants, you know, we, we hear, you know, um, you know, civil servants and, and everything else like that, you know, they're called servants, but they're not here to serve us. And that's a little, you know, a little, uh, little trick of the ear because we hear the word servant. They think that they're there to serve us. I've heard judges say, don't you dare call me a servant. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, uh, and there, because the reality is they're not our servants. They serve the queen or the crown. That's right. So, or another, yeah. or another master, but it's not us. Yeah. So, but before yeah. we quit, Nick, because we're running out of time, I, I did want to ask another question. Okay. Uh, about, yeah, 
yeah, make another point really about uh, direct democracy. And uh, I, I sort of have the feeling that, um, you know, going through the party method uh, is, is kind of like asking the crown for permission, you know, if we can rule ourselves. And, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, as we know, the, the, the crown created the government, they created the constitution, they run and control absolutely everything, it's their system. And we're asking to take control of that system. And uh, sometimes I, I think that we're putting all our eggs in one basket. That if, what if the party loses? Then we have to wait another four years to try again. And um, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't do it. I'm I'm definitely saying that we should we should do it. And I've mentioned this before, but I think that we should also be trying to uh, run on our own, creating our own government, creating our own system, and and then, uh, you know, not waiting for the crown to recognize us because it's irrelevant what the crown wants. We are people exercising our right of self-determination, which is internationally guaranteed. Yeah, but how do you do that, though, Ray? Well, I, well I, 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 my system is, like I said, is something that can come in. I like to call it uh, coming in at the, through the back door. Um, uh, we, we, it's uh, changing the political system by coming in through the back door because uh, just like Twitter or, or Facebook, there's nothing the politicians could do about our existence, but it'll be the smart ones that get elected in that use it. Eh? So there's nothing they can do. They don't, we don't have to change any laws. Eh? Well, uh, Ray, going back to what you were saying, I know that there's that uh, My Freedom 2017, and I know Nicole, and I know she's a good person and she's trying her best, but uh, I mean, we both agree that um, taking a government to its own court is—I mean—is—is is not going to prove anything. I mean, you're not going to—you're not going to. At least, I think you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. No, you're not. Right. I, I don't so, suspect but, you will either. But I—I don't—I don't want to get the—I don't want to stop somebody from trying. I, uh, you know, right. laws are changed uh, all the time somehow, and, uh, and maybe it's possible. Well, I think I mean, that this is probably a bigger subject than, you know, the time we have left allows for. So, I'm, I'm like, I've, I've got suggestions uh, and ideas that I, I think are, are quite useful and, and can probably, I, I think there's a shot at implementing that. But, um, again, I, th- I think we're going to be limited in time to get into that. Yeah, I mean, it's always a, another subject to bring up for next time for sure. I mean, because I mean, I'm really fascinated now to hear your, your suggestions, Ray. I mean, right now, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at the conventional way of doing it because uh, I, I've been told by, by people running parties that you have to beat them at their own game. And the only way you can do that is, is through the political system, through a political party. That's exactly um, my point. We're not playing their game. We're going to throw the chessboard upside down and create our own game. Okay. Again, we don't have any time to get into that, right? Yeah. I I feel that that's what I'm trying to do is is upset the game entirely, yes, and come at it from from an angle that nobody has before. Uh, The the high-tech people always like to use the term to, uh, if, if you create something right, it's uh, it, 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 the old system just becomes obsolete, and that's what I plan to do uh, if it works out right. Well, I mean, I, we're, we're all, I mean, we're all hoping 
Uh, to be honest, yeah, I, I, I really don't care how we get direct democracy, as long as we don't have a, a, a violent Neither revolution. Do I. Yeah. I don't want a violent revolution, yeah. but I don't care how we get it. I mean, I even told Nicole this, too. I, I hope your, your referendum uh, gets passed, and I hope you guys could take in the corner win. And I don't really don't care I mean, as long as it gets implemented. I mean, I mean, I just see. Uh, I I keep telling people all the time that we're at a uh, crossroads right now, and we have to make yeah. a serious decision of which way we have to go. Uh, yeah. If we go the wrong way, then that'll be the end of uh, of human civilization. If we go the right way, we can flourish. So yeah. the way we get there is not really of an importance as long as it's it's not violent. And I'm always open for, for, for new ideas, for sure. So maybe next time we can uh, talk to Stephanie, we could probably do this again. And maybe okay. we get, we'll get Ray to explain more what he's what he's proposing, and we'll have Brian back on, too, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, I'd love Absolutely. to any time. Um, it, it, yeah. it, still looks like, it still looks like we have a few minutes here yet. Uh, I'd, I'd like to... Uh, just uh, once again, thank uh, thank you for the moderating this stuff, and um, I, I would really I I, uh, I want to let everybody know, like I was saying, that there's a, there's a reason all this is happening right now, and that's because everybody's more educated and the internet generation is growing, and so this is why we're seeing such activity in this area right now, and uh, I think you guys are just right on the right at the right time, at the right place at the right time. Uh, because there's a wave that, that's, that's moving along, and we're going to see more and more activity and more and more people talking about this. And uh, so, uh, yeah, the timing couldn't be, it couldn't, it couldn't be better. So uh, I, I expect that uh, we're going to just keep moving up from here, you know, as far as awareness and more and more people, more and more people are turning to this type of alternative. It just seems like the natural thing. Perfect. I agree with you, 100%. All right. Well, how much how much time we got left there, Nick? Might not be there, but I'll just say for the record, I, I heard Nick mention uh, you can't beat them in their courts. Um, I have no intention of uh, going to their courts. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, that's one of the things that we have to do when it, you know when you're uh, when you're setting up a new system, you have to have your your court system, your currency, your your uh, you know political system, your, your government, um, and uh, so with all of those, uh, it's a matter of whose whose jurisdiction is greater, you know, and and who has the right and who has the will of the people. Yeah, well, I, I if I could speak on that, and I still think we have another ten minutes yet here, because um, uh, even yeah, if uh, Stephanie even if Stephanie plays a song, it's usually about four minutes long or something. Um, so, uh, um, yeah, the will, um, I, I really believe that, uh, you know, everybody talks about constitutions and everybody talks about the law and all the rest of this. And really, uh, when you get right down to it, all of these things have to, um, have to reflect what the people are asking for. And, uh, that's, uh, you know, if the people are directly against having a law and if the people are directly against a, a constitution or whatever it might be, yeah, that has to change. And uh, I, I can't see how any, there can be written laws that were written in the past that can reflect or stop anything that people want. And um, yeah. 
I, 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 I find it people, I find it kind of funny that we should have to argue these things in court at all. If we can, if we can show popular opinion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd very much love to get into that right now, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm going to get started and get cut off. So we'll just, uh, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Nick, are you there? All right. I don't think he is. Are you there, Nick? We lost him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Nick. Yeah. Anyway, Nick, uh, on the, um, uh, what do you call it? Chat site here. Anyway, he says, sorry, guys, I got cut off. Just finish off. He says, uh, but I'm, I'm quite That's sure that this is still going to run for it a little bit longer if you want. But any, in any case, we can call it, we can call it quits at 80 points. I think, it's, I think that's totally up to us. So, uh, I guess we will talk some more. Uh, I, I never really had a chance to talk to you Ray before, but yes, I would like to, uh, uh, I hope that you'll have a look at our video and, um, and have a look at it. If you Google your opinion, you will find yeah. uh, information all about us. Uh, the opinion though is spelled you. So it's uh, yeah. U I P whatever, right? So that's yeah. what I that's what I, I had to get for a do, do, domain name. Okay, I've seen that you posted that before. I just I have not had the time to to go and check that out, but I'll do that tonight. Yeah, well, whenever you get a chance. Anyway, I really uh, I I don't expect anything from anybody except for to uh, be kind of ready to kind of support me if I need it. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm yeah. just gathering uh, email addresses at the moment and uh, gathering support that way. So. All, All right. right. Well, All right. Great. Uh, yeah. Great show. Yeah. We'll talk I to you think soon. so. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Have All a good right. night. Bye. Uh, you too. Bye-bye.